Aussie music is something to be proud of. Wear it like a badge. Because it's Australian bands and artists that are the influencers of so many other musicians the world over. So at Triple M, we're proud to be able to showcase the power of the Aussie music scene. Paying both homage to the greats that have stood the test of time, right alongside the current, the emerging, the future influencers. The ones that will be next to make their mark on the global music scene. If it's Aussie and it rocks, it's right here. This is Triple M's Homegrown with Matty O. Yes, right around the country on the Triple M Network. That's 52 stations and on the brand new listener app. Joining me from Portland, an artist we've been enjoying music from since 2017. Singer, songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, producer. Since her incredible debut, we've got a brand new album. You remember tracks like... Haven't been taking care of myself. Haven't been taking care of myself. Every day's the weekend. Congratulations. You loving these tracks on one triple three five three. Brand new album, the answer is always yes. And seems appropriate for this song. Good time as we join Alex Leahy from Portland, just in between soundcheck and a show. Welcome to Triple M and congrats on the new album. Thanks, Matty. I really appreciate it. It's great to be chatting to you. Uh, how's it going over there? How have the shows been? Uh, you've been quite busy. So like in April, you played at the MCG. In May, you were doing solo shows in the UK. Now you're in the States. You're coming home in August. A bit of a whirlwind trip. Yeah, it feels like that. It's nice to, uh, yeah, it's nice to feel like really back on the grind after so long which is which is great yeah this is like the fourth out of i think i think we're doing 23 shows here in north america so still feeling like fresh enough yeah, yeah which yeah. is good <laughs> um which is good for the people of portland um yeah it's it, it's it's been awesome but um you know i'm just like so happy to have this record out and, and yeah. it seems to be like connecting in in the way that i um you know as you know could have hoped for and even more and and yeah i'm just i'm feeling you know what i'm i have like so much gratitude and i'm just feeling really lucky right now the songs are so great i just want before we talk about the album i just want to go back the last time we actually spoke was on skype but it was when we were both in lockdown in Melbourne. It's funny how, does that seem like a lifetime ago to you when we couldn't leave our houses and we were kind of stuck here? Yeah, it kind of does now. Like, especially now with just like, I feel so transient, you know, like I feel like that transience of like touring and stuff is like really back in my life, which I love. But, you know, it was actually like quite nice to, I don't know, put that to the side for a little bit and made me, yeah. I don't know, like reflect on a few things. And, um, and I think also like just get me in really good shape to get thrown back into it as well. Yeah. So, um, there were definitely like some silver linings that came out of that time, but like, am I glad it's over? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess one of those silver linings was on this album, there's a lot more collaboration than uh, that in the past. Is, yeah. is this something that you think will be a way that you, you know, something that you kind of embrace as, as you move forward, you know, albums to come? I mean, it's something that I had embraced like before making this album, you know, but sort of on the other side of, you know, the process, like I have usually been the person who collaborates with other artists on their stuff. So it was really cool to like bring that perspective into like my own record and it was awesome. And I think that the record is what it is um, because of that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think like, I think if anything, this process like has just made me open to everything. Yes. So I'm really excited like with what's going to happen next. Cause quite honestly, like, I don't know, yeah. but I did like really, really enjoy the way that like this record came together and being able to connect with people and, and sort of like let, 
I feel like there's so much personality in this record because there are so many personalities in this record. Oh, what a great line. Yeah, absolutely. Does this make it kind of the most, considering everything we've kind of been through, one of the more satisfying releases for you? Yeah, it, it does. Like, I think... Again, like pumping the brakes for a little bit, like I said, like it's it just made me like reflect on on so much. And I think like one of the things that I came out, you know, considering was that I just feel like I hadn't really been super present, you know, for a while. And it's nice to come back into, you know, touring and and this lifestyle again and just feeling so yeah, so present and like, you know, I don't like, yeah, not not to sound too like, I don't know, airy fairy or something, but like I just like really feel like I am where my feet are and, and, you know, the record coming out the other day, like it really, like it didn't pass me by at all. Like I was really enjoying the moment. So yeah, yeah, it's been, it's been really cool. How did you celebrate the release of this record? You're overseas at the moment. You're not back home. (laughs) Was it uh, just with the band hanging out? Go to go out. I, uh, we had a gig the night that the record came out and we were playing all the songs for the very, very first time. So I was a little bit panicked, um, but I made (laughs) sure that I took the morning um, and I went out for like, a nice succulent brunch, nice. you know, had some yeah, yeah, yeah. French toast and whatever <laughs> and just like really treated myself, got all the extras and sides and juices and just like went for gold. Think, um, so, yeah. yeah, like it was really nice to take that moment and then, yeah, go into panic mode trying to figure out how to play the songs. <laughs> <laughs> well, with this album, when I listen to these songs, it's something that I feel you've always had. It's so catchy from the get-go, like hooky melodies, great production, and you can hear these songs, uh, you know, live when when you kind of hear them on record. How hard is it to kind of, like you were saying before, you know, kind of get these songs and uh, show them to the band and, and play them live? Yeah, it's definitely like, it sort of like triggers the like problem solving side of my brain. Like, and I yeah. think that like translating, like, I mean, I feel like you would know about this as well. It's like translating a record into a live show. It's like, there are things you have to like, sort of, it's like undoing shoelaces and doing them back up again in a different way or something, you know, like it is a bit of a problem solving exercise, but it's really fun. Yeah. And when you nail it and it's like, it's like, yeah, this is like actually like a great representation, like yeah. in a live setting, what the record is like, it's so satisfying. And I guess it's, it's one of those cool things as well. Like by the time you come home, you would have done all these shows as a full band. And by the time you get home, it's just, it's just comfortable. It's just, you kind of know how it sounds, you know, it should go. And it makes it even better with hometown shows. Hey, you're seeing family and friends. Oh, dude, I mean, it's, it's going to be awesome. Like, um, for those of you who might not play music at shows, like, the term gig fit is definitely a thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, um, and like, it'll be awesome coming off the back of this tour here, coming into Australia and like feeling really gig fit and familiar and just like playing the show. Like it's second nature instead of like being super um, in our heads about it. Um, yeah. It always takes a little while, you know, it, half a dozen shows I reckon maybe to sort of like yeah. feel super comfortable. Yeah. And it'll be great that like that part of the process is behind us by the time we come and play these shows in Australia, which are going to be awesome. Uh, it's so exciting. We can't wait to have you back. How much time have you got in between? Do you need to get back to soundcheck now? You... Uh, yeah, I should probably keep going. Okay. But yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. I've got a bit of a game for you, but we'll do that next time. We'll touch base with you when you're, uh, you're back. No, no, no. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do the game. Let's okay, do the game. Here we go. All right, this game's called Memory Lane. So what I've done in celebration of your new album and all the touring that you've done is I've plucked random gigs from your gig history to see what you remember about them. Okay, we're going for a walk down Memory Lane. Okay, so we're going back to 2016. You played with... Somebody call out to your brother. Matt Corby at the Maroochydore Music Festival. Bad Dreams were there too. Peking Duck, All Day, A Japanese Wallpaper. Any memories from the Maruchidor Music Festival in 2016? You know what? I actually do 
have a memory from that festival. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's the thing that I'm thinking of, it was piercing down with rain, like full torrential downpour. Yeah. And it's the first time that I've ever seen uh, boobs at a gig. <laughs> it was getting pretty loose out there. And it was just like, and I think we were the last set of like the B stage that night. So people were like, uh, you know, really in the zone and uh, feeling themselves. And then it's like sort of like humid torrential downpour came <laughs> and, uh, and that's when the boobs, you know. Uh, that's so <laughs> awesome. All right, let's go one year later. You played with Cindy Lauper and Blondie as well. The Clouds, uh, Montaigne. Do you remember that? It was, I'm assuming that's a Down the Green show. Yeah, of course I remember that one. Yeah, it was, talk um, to me. We did a whole tour with um, Blondie and Cindy Lauper and, um, you know what, like playing with icons like that, it's just, it's pretty surreal, yeah. um, you know, seeing them in real life. And I remember um, Cindy um, was always really friendly and she'd always come up for a chat, which was just awesome. Yeah. Um, and I remember having a conversation with Deborah Harry um, at one point as well, which is just like the stuff of dreams. It's like, wow, this is the person in the Warhol, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's just like amazing. Like those artists, they're so in touch with what's going on. Um, like, you know, they're so um, on top of what's happening in like art and music. And, you know, that's something that, you know, I aspire to be when I'm, you know, that far into my career. It's yeah, pretty amazing to like, to see and interact with those people and, and also to play the shows, of course. It was just like a real privilege to be part of that. And it's so cool doing those shows early in your career, isn't it? Because you learn so much from just watching them, whether either it's like sound check, how they carry themselves backstage, the way they perform. It, it's great when you're coming up. Oh, absolutely. And like Cindy Lawfer, like, you know, her sound check is so thorough. Um, yeah. And she's there, like she's there for every moment of it. And she's like dialing it in, you know. Yeah. Um, and awesome. Uh, let's go Falls Festival 2018. We had the Kooks, Flume, Peking Duck, Daryl Braithwaite, or uh, Liam Gallagher. Also out of Melbourne too, who we love, Camp Coke. Falls Festival, just a great way to wrap up the year, hey? Yeah, incredible. Like, I re- remember that run really clearly and, like, you know, being from Melbourne, I, you know, Falls Festival has always been a staple of my summer, like growing up. Yeah. Um, and so to get to play it for the first time was pretty unbelievable, like doing the main stage at Lawn and stuff like that. Like I've got, I think I've got some footage on my phone from it that someone took from like the little balcony above the stage. And nice. I remember it just feeling like, yeah, it was just like, wow, I'm doing that thing that yeah, I've been yeah, watching yeah. all these years. <laughs> like, this is crazy. Yeah. And uh, explain to people, like, how fun are those gigs, like, backstage as well? Because you're, like, kind of seeing friends, oh, like, hang. other bands. Yeah, yeah. hang. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, and, and that's, like, you know, when everyone asks, like, here in the U.S., people are like, is everyone, like, in a band in Australia just, like, friends? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but it's because we have, like, those festivals. Like, you know, I feel like the Falls festivals and those traveling festivals, like, really don't exist anywhere in the world. Yeah. And because of that, you kind of, like, get that camaraderie with, like, other people doing the same sort of stuff as you. Absolutely. I know you're in Russia. got two more. Bottleneck Festival 2018. We had Bruno Mars. We had The Killers. Really big lineup. Muse 2. And I've got a bit of an on... You know, a bit of an ongoing joke on this show. Not a joke, but I've had a lot of people that have met this man. When the pimp's in the crib, ma. Drop it like it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> have you had a Snoop Dogg experience? No, I it's haven't, okay. unfortunately. Okay, I think no, it's, it's, okay. it's, still, 
it's still to come. I've got time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I was actually talking about that festival the other day. I remember we like had this like hellish uh, tour that yeah. that um, that that show was on, and we'd like lost like all of our gear and half of our luggage and stuff like Bummer. in transit, and so we we're like really like flying by the seat of our pants. But I remember like we played. We opened the main stage, which was awesome. Mm. Um, but. At a massive festival like that, when you have like crazy big acts, yeah. When you open the main stage, you're kind of playing to like the stands of <laughs> yeah, 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 the yeah. biggest act there. <laughs> so yeah. like, got to like the Alex Leahy gig opening the main stage at Lollapalooza, like playing for all these like Bruno Mars diehards. <laughs> <laughs> all right, one gig I have to ask you for. This is this is a really special performance. I hope you can hear this. It was you at uh, the corner. Hotel. I'm going to play some audio. Tell me what you remember about that. My absolute pleasure to now pronounce you married for life. Ladies, you may share your first kiss. <laughs> a wedding at a gig. Okay. Talk to me. How did this happen? So this is crazy that this is coming up in this conversation because I kid you not, 15 minutes ago, I was sitting having dinner with my band and we were talking about this gig. Yes. And we were all messaging the brides. Oh, no way. Like, I kid you not. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. And um, so that's so weird. Oh. And um, yeah, I mean, that was just awesome. Like, um, yeah, a, 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 a pretty magical, like, night, an amazing thing to be a part of. And it was just like, yeah, like, I've never felt so much, like, joy yeah. in the corner hotel before. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like um, the, the girls who got married are just, like, the biggest legends ever. And nice. um, yeah, it's been, like, this really cool thing that has like connected us all. And yeah. um, I can't believe we pulled it off. <laughs> like it's all legit. Like it happened. I witnessed, I witnessed the marriage, marriage certificate. Like yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's all good. And like, it's um, yeah, that was like really, really special. That'll be something that I remember forever. I was going to say, cause that is a Melbourne, that's a hometown show for you. How did you go? Uh, how'd you go with divvying up the guest list spots? <laughs> cause they would have needed a few. <laughs> Yeah, they, they needed a few. We were just like, <laughs> I think we were pretty, pretty, pretty generous. And yeah, of course, you need to make sure that all their people are there and all that sort of stuff. Um, oh, cool. But uh, yeah, it was just like, you know, whatever, guest list, whatever. It's more about like what's going on and um, yeah. making sure that um, it's just as special for those guys as it is for us. And yeah, they're, um, I'm happy to report that they're doing great. That's great. So <laughs> was, was the after party in the front bar that night or did everyone leave and do their own thing? I think we all left and did our own thing. Nice. Um, we were, I think we were pushing through the next day somewhere else, but um, okay. we've definitely like hung out with the bride since then. And um, yeah, it's been, like I said, this kind of like awesome connection that we've all established. And, yeah, um, that's great. Yeah, it's nice to, like, it's like, you know, it's crazy what, you know, music brings you, you know, and I feel like that experience is like, such a top tier example of oh, that. Absolutely. Alex, thank you so much for taking time out. We absolutely love your album. Congratulations uh, on everything, all the touring you're doing. We can't wait for you to uh, come back home and, and see you perform live. It's a real treat to talk to you. And thank you so much for taking time out. Oh man, you're the best. Thanks so much for chatting. And yeah, I look forward to, um, to seeing you in Melbourne when I'm next in town. Absolutely. Have a great show tonight in Portland. Thanks dude.